0: Okay, we are in oh, exactly. and it is running. Yeah,
1: I just, yeah, I have no idea where the... That's one of my favorite songs. Thanks for the memory. The, uh,
0: <laughs> people could just occasionally kind of keep an eye on that and make sure that we are getting the levels as we do. And this is today of particular import. Do not beat on the table. Uh, you know, try to keep that to a minimum because the iPhone really picks it up bad as opposed to the other device. So no dusting tonight. That's why we're doing it on the iPhone. Um, the uh, smoke free. It's mo- <laughs> no <laughs> Vape, free. Vape free. Vape free. It's just water vapor, man. The, uh, <laughs> the polypropylene glycol and the <laughs> happier lung. There's no negative there's no proven negative health effects, except for popcorn lung, which is a known thing that exists. And you're basically giving yourself the perfect thing for it. I think I can see it when it's uh oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, I right. could. I could for a mo and then I couldn't anymore. The uh so yeah, so she's a run. The uh okay. Anyway, to my left is Chris Smith. Oh, well, I must preface by saying Chris is hungover cuz he had a beer last night. A <laughs> beer. A beer. A beer. <laughs> oh, I think he might have had more than one beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you hear Oof. any if you hear any like things that sound like a, a mouse on a motorcycle going by <laughs> or something, it's probably Chris. He's been yep. making bad undercarriage noises. <laughs> <laughs> right. Probably got a loose bushing.
1: Yeah, I, 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 and, it, and it seems like I've got a foul-burning system, too. You yeah. do a foul-burning <laughs> system. You may be going. running a
0: bit rich. Um, it'll be the first time in the history of this podcast that somebody said, sounds like you blew a seal without Dustin finishing that statement. <laughs> to his left is... Johnny Chrome. All right. And... Oscar. And... Steve Hoffer. And, and... Pete Hevley. All right. And the humble narrator, of course, is your host Phil Waters. One of the things I wanted to talk about is uh, as we are in deep in the winter season I've had the experience of having a few dead batteries in mostly in four-wheeled vehicles but as we're trying to get bikes ready for the motorcycle show um, you know you realize that there is that one bike in the garage that you didn't hook up to a battery tender or you just even with the battery tender on it the battery just decided it didn't want to be a battery anymore anyway didn't want to play along. So we've, uh, it's funny because there are so many products right now that are available. I mean, it's just tons of lithium product-based, like, jump box technologies. It's really moved along. And uh, the one that I picked up is from NOCO. And uh, the thing with the NOCO is if we could come up with an, a universal standard of how big this thing is, um, it's... Bigger than your grandmother's remote for her old RCA TV.
2: A box of checks, maybe.
0: A box of checks. That's a real good thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a, the size of a box of checks. It would probably fit in a box of checks perfectly.
2: And not checks, checks, checks mix. No, not
0: <laughs> <had> checks. <laughs> for you, those of you who uh, don't know what a check is. Yeah, <laughs> there's, I was going to say there's... It's probably, a promissory oh, note. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, the deal with the NOCO is... The one that I ended up buying was about 80 bucks, and it was the it's model GB40. It's one it claims to be 1,000 amps, which you got to watch these things real carefully because um, the, how they measure that stuff is is a little suspect on its best day.
1: I don't think a thousand uh, amps would pass through the. That's
0: wire. what we're saying <laughs> is, you know yeah. if you use the AVE system of determining stuff, you know they say that it has it can carry up to 1,000 max amps, but Meanwhile, I think that those are like the alligator clips that come with it.
1: Wait, is the AVE system always very No, it's just very Arduino
0: versus evil. But the, he's very good about you know, acknowledging the bullshit and marketing hype of certain products. Now, what I will say about the NOCO, and this is where I decided to go with the NOCO, um, everything I've had that's been a NOCO product has been really good. I mean, it's been a good, their their battery chargers are great. I like them because they're auto-ranging, which means a no-co battery charger, a battery maintainer for your bike. As soon as you plug it in, it detects whether it's 6-volt or 12-volt, so you don't have to fucking forgot. God damn it, I put the thing on and I left it on 6-volt again. So it's been hooked to my car for three days, but it hasn't done shit because it was in (laughs) 6-volts. That's nice. What I will say is I took this on our cross-country trip. We took this out west. And this will charge an iPhone about a million times. Uh, I don't think I, it carries so much electricity that I it, it upcharged my wife's phone, my phone, an infinite number of times. Built into it has an extremely bright flashlight uh, that that is kind of impressive. The uh,
1: doesn't work though.
0: Oh no, it does, and when it when it does, it's 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 nice, and it also has some flashing features, three levels of brightness, and it has an SOS flasher built into it. Um, it. It's a nice, a really good flashlight for working on stuff. It has it charges via USB in, and that's that micro USB connector yep. that is on most lower quality chargers uh, or lower quality cell phones, and the it has a, U- a single USB out, which I think is a little stingy on their part. And then it has the 12-volt uh, high amperage out, which is, I think this might be an industry standard polarized connector, because I'm going to borrow yours, and we'll see if it, uh, if it goes. No, it does not go, because we have a polarity issue. So uh, this one has the males, I guess I would say, the gazinda, and then the gazata. But I will say that the, the jumper cable leads that they give you for the Noco appear to be fucking overbuilt as hell. I mean, they are. I've got two or three other jump boxes, little pocket jump boxes like this, and they all have the lighter, smaller leads. Right. These things are so goddamn stout that it takes away from the portability of the device. Is there a fusible link on there, though? I don't fucking know. Because uh, Pete's has one. Right. These things are monster. They, they give the look like they could be every bit of... Uh, you know, 100 plus amp charging system or jumping system, just based on those leads. They're un, they're overbuilt, over well constructed, but they're also bulky as fuck. They're, and they look like number fours. Yeah, they they're extremely heavy duty. So in the kit comes a what is nice is in the kit they give you a 12 volt adapter for your cigar lighter in your car. That is the you know that is the universal one that you can use to plug in charge any your other shit. So that's just your normal car charger, and then it also gives you a wall. Uh, it gives you like the little one that I guess I would call it an iPhone charger, the little cube.
3: The cube. Yep. Yeah,
0: that little cube, and then uh, it get, they uh, they also give you a traditional light duty wall wart travel plug. So uh, there's what's three the, different what's the methods. Box on this baby? Eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. Eighty bucks, 80 bucks. and i I've, nice. I've looked around, and that seems to be industry standard <laughs> for that particular box. Uh, NOCO will sometimes run promo tickets and coupons and stuff for it. It comes in a bag, but the, my biggest complaint about it is the, the cable terminals themselves, the actual clamps, clamps, are as every bit as big as the unit. So that's, you know, that's something. You just want me to put the clamps on them, boss. You think I should <laughs> clamp them? Uh, but it is, here's the test. This started the three liter diesel I'm going to say that again this started a three liter diesel Toyota in a cold day with a completely dead battery it started the six cylinder, the three liter six cylinder Mitsubishi with a completely dead battery two or three times so and in and the first time it took a good amount of cranking I was fucking amazed that this started a six-cylinder gasoline-powered motor in the cold three times.
2: What's the technology here, though? That's a question I had. Are these things just battery banks, or are they using, like, a capacitive discharge? No, I've, I've had one apart because yeah. they, uh, it exploded. Do. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: It, oh, uh,
3: shit. The
4: battery pack swelled up. That's it a lipo. It, yeah, it just split the whole case apart. Wow. So basically the interior, most of the interior of the unit is a battery. Okay. And there's a small board Uh and there's four leads coming from the battery. There's the uh, two small leads going into the board, Uh the charge controller board, and it looks like there's a direct lead leading out of the battery directly to the, uh, like the uh, jumper section of it. So and those are uh, a thicker gauge wire leading mm-hmm. to the uh, to these, heavy duty co- the uh, heavy duty connectors. connectors, right? Okay, and that's directly connected to the battery.
0: Here's what I will say. Uh, and the batteries are like 14. It says lithium
1: 14. ion for that one.
0: Yeah, yeah. lithium ion, and 24 uh, watt hour lithium ion, and it's an IP65 cell. Mm. So that's what's inside of here, which uh, I didn't read the instructions, uh, dirt, uh because I'm me. Oh, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you mean that book that came with it that I was supposed to throw away? The What this does is when you hit this exclamation point, right, uh, when you hit the exclamation point and hold it, you will get a countdown, and that's when you're at your maximum boost. Run, and you see the way what it's what run, it yeah, It's yeah. basically run away, run away, right?
2: Fibrillator for the yeah. car. Like say, that's exactly yeah,
0: and but this is the thing is when I had it turned on in regular mode, Without hitting that exclamation point. You, have, you must hold the exclamation point for about 5 to 10 seconds before it goes into that high amp dump mode. So I had used it incorrectly to light up the motor in the six-cylinder Mitsubishi Pajero. I did not use that feature. It I just turned on. I just plugged it in, hooked it to the battery terminals. Mm-hmm. I had extremely dim lights in the car, and it wouldn't even throw the solenoid for the start. Mm-hmm. Then once I hooked this up, even just in on mode,
3: the my, my car
0: started. The dash got brighter, it started. Now, it did fuck all for the diesel, because
3: <clears throat>
0: my Mitsubishi diesel's two 12-volt batteries. My Toyota is one 12-volt battery, okay? Yeah. It's clearly working that, and there's a monster solenoid, a monster relay on top of my battery box on the Toyota, because it's that 12-volt system. Mm. And the first time I hooked this up, I didn't uh, hit the emergency button, and I flipped the key on the Toyota, and this thing just went
3: mm-hmm.
0: click, and a uh, 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 warning light started flashing on this because I didn't have it in yeah, that yeah. high-load mode. Okay. Went back in, <clears throat> put it in the high-load mode. I think it gives you a window of opportunity, for maybe 10 seconds, ten or, seconds or something, to yeah. throw the switch because it doesn't want to keep it in that mode for very long. Uh, Through threw the key on, I had to... Once I had to get through the heating up of the glow plugs. So I had to get through that part of the operation. Right. So it took a few seconds for the glow plugs to, the glow plug light to go off. I hit the key, and it was not fucking happy. It was...
3: Oh, oh, oh.
0: But it caught. And fucking impressive that with a totally dead... My van, my Toyota Hi-Ace van, <clears throat> with a 3L motor in it, that's a 2.8 liter diesel, it requires a 770 cold cranking amp battery. It, it does not operate on a normal car battery. Um, it specifies that it has to have a 770 cold cranking cold cranking amp battery. It's so a little more expensive. I was very surprised that this device started that vehicle. Kind of fucking shocked uh, that it worked. Pretty, me- pretty cool. Out,
4: we have big t- we have tractors that work like big, yeah. big tractors, and we start those with we start those with the jump boxes. And do you use,
0: use this run. brand?
4: We, no, we have a, a different brand, but it's, uh-huh. I mean, some of them are, are this big. I mean, they're smaller than that one, oh. mm. but, um, and then we also have a, a more heavy-duty one that's twice as big as that. Okay. But uh, typically, it'll, it'll, I mean, a dead diesel, you know, the same thing. Two, yeah. Six, they, these things run two 6-volt batteries. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, they're this big. I mean, four, the battery is weighing, like, yeah. Yeah, 80 four, pounds apiece. They're probably and, 4 days, right? Yeah. So... But that jump box not will
1: de-starred. start. Just, yeah. But how yeah, much? How, how much time do you have to leave it on if you're not using the the, the exclamation mark? My or wife's got something right. that has got four Ds connected to the battery before you actually turn the key. Or is it just it doesn't care as soon as you just plug it in? That's what I'm pretty impressed with. Is I
0: have not waited. I have not used this as a system to charge the existing battery. Because
3: that's usually what you used to you do can. with the other. I've ones. used it as oh, a dump. Okay.
0: Yeah, because you're right. It's the old regular, regular jumpers, the old jump supposed boxes. to leave them a little bit, yep. just
1: kind of a little, right. get a little charge on them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you're bit. right. It's, it's, this is biggest. a
2: dump, oh, and well. it also tells you right when you get the car started to take this off. Get it yeah. off. Yeah, don't leave it
0: on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Pete, yeah. did you read the directions on there?
2: I watched <laughs> the video.
0: <laughs> Close enough. That's it. So, okay, so uh, now yeah, we're going to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. Pete's unit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Giggity. Mine's not as big as Phil's.
0: Or heaven, um, so I had looked at this. Wait a minute! I had looked at this as well.
1: I was in the pool. I was in the pool.
0: Now this 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 is the Microstar, right? Yeah. And turn it on. Go ahead. We're gonna. Um, sorry for the radio silence. Uh, John's plugging a, a little USB-based uh, inspection light into it, which is pretty cool. Uh, a little. Uh,
2: I can use that. I can put that thing in my tank bag, yeah. plug this in if I'm riding at night. And, and you can read your can right over the map. Oh, oh, genius. Nice. No blowback, all the lights down. That's cool. Plus, when I'm camping, I use this thing in the tent. Right.
1: Just
0: those two together.
1: And yeah, uh, that's, that's dope. Also, great. with these here, charges the phone. I was reading, right. I don't know if it was this yes. exact model, but I was reading about this Genius Boost thing
3: mm-hmm. on yeah.
1: a on a forum board page that, that we're talking about. Motorcycle camping. Yeah. And... Like I said, I'm not sure if it's the same size or not, but they were talking all kinds of good accolades. This thing will run your campsite all weekend if you're conservative with your, you know.
2: It'll last on a two-week trip without being charged. Yeah, I mean, because realistically, you run your light in your tent maybe an hour or something Sure. Yeah. Your, and
1: then right for your car. So just keep your charge uh, other devices right. and stuff charged. And this one, you know, and this while one you're specifically in the, is uh, says, uh,
0: This one specifically says it's uh, 200 amp with a 400 amp peak circuit. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're calling this a 1,000 amp peak circuit. Oh, that's what but I'm, I really don't think that either one of them is coming up to sh- close to what they're saying it can. 1.2. Uh, well, this is saying it's 120, or go. sorry, 12,000 milliamp hours. This is what I don't like about that's the advertising.
4: That's,
0: you can take But the, that's not
4: output, that is no, storage. No, that's, that's storage. the
0: size of the ba- yeah, Right, Yeah, the that's the storage. And here's a little size something for you. If the yeah. number you're dealing with is over 1,000, why, why you can you drop know, the word milli. Really, yeah. yeah. Seriously guys. Let's just, go for it, just,
3: it looks bigger. Let's yeah.
1: go for
0: a reduction here. Let's <laughs> go to I,
1: they do that on I mean I messed with the radio control cars and stuff and they always do it. It doesn't matter if they're fifty right. seven hundred milliamp. Remember that still, time when I they got paid twenty five
0: thousand pennies per hour?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> all I I just gotta convert and tell the wife and <laughs> right. yeah. tell the wife and uh Right. Yeah, yeah, and, that's exactly <laughs> it. Right, I just got you know twenty five hundred pennies we, per hour sweet. This We week, changed yeah. over. Right. We, we I now make nineteen thousand yen an hour. <laughs> <It's>,
0: <laughs> right, and that'd be one thing if it was yen, right? <laughs> but the point is, having this calling at twelve thousand milliamp hours is kind of dumb. Yeah, but just that. You so could just call that, twelve million that 12 right amp hours. There
1: yeah,
4: is about the same power as a battery in a PC eight hundred.
1: <laughs> it it, no, it besides, is 12 amp hours. That, that battery, right. that lead acid right. battery, is
4: a 12. That's amp the hour, magic hour of hour lithium. Hour that,
1: that's yeah. a that's a GTS 300 battery. It's a YTX 12. Yeah, which is For, a formidable sized battery. Hell yeah!
0: When it's old school yeah. AGM, this thing is, is if you didn't have all the tiny.
4: peripheral stuff with it, and yeah. you just used it as a battery. Mm-hmm. It would be the size of a pack of cigarettes. And exactly. That's, the the battery pack itself is about yeah. the size right. of a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. And if you had the charge controller, you could replace all those
0: batteries in, on these bikes with that. Right. That's true. It's absolutely true. And there's a lot to be said for that, getting rid of traditional battery technology as a thing and literally replacing it with lithium sticks that are of the amperage you need to start the motor, plus, you know, give or take 50%. And there's that's smart because, as we know with the zero electric motorcycles, these lithium battery, these lithium sticks are five to ten years, no problem.
3: Right.
0: So, you know, I know we bitch about batteries that are hard to get to, but if you wanted to replace your batteries with lithium sticks, you really wouldn't have to get. The, it wouldn't have to be so easy to get to them. You could just have a port on the side of your bike where you could plug shit into it. All right. not they it shit. have to worry about
4: those in the winter. Mm-hmm. They so they set out a bulletin for zero that the, you want the battery to be. Discharge down to 60%. 69% now. So I wonder you'd have to maybe just take them out of your bike in the winter.
0: That would make sense. I don't even know. I mean... Run your lights
4: until it wears down enough that you're some, or have some indication of the charge state of your battery. Yeah,
0: and that is one of the things about lithiums is they do tend to stay charged. Like you said, this device, you put it in your bag full, and two weeks later it's still full. Right. And that's the same thing with these, you know, lithium stuff is great about that. You know, you park it full, unless there's a draw on it, it's going to maintain that level for a good
1: long time. And that's the advantage, but it can't be discharged without turning <laughs> into a rock. <laughs> yeah. I just, dug, I just dug back into some of my old RC, radio control car stuff, and I found a, a two-cell uh, 7.1, seven not 7.2, a two-cell lithium pack. And uh, I haven't touched this pack for probably four years. And it's still, charged. it's, still, it's charged. still charged. Yeah. yeah that's. I, I like nickel metal
4: hydrides because you can totally discharge yeah. them and bring them back up, and they won't. Yeah, you won't destroy they, them.
1: they. yeah, they're they're the the deep cycle of okay. you know yeah, they, of yeah. the
4: bat- portable battery world. Um, but they also do weigh substantially more. They don't have the power density of a lithium polymer or lithium metal. Yeah. I've
0: noticed that. Okay, so your the device you got there also has a couple more por- ports on it.
3: Yeah.
0: And. If you do if you're the type of guy that goes to an Amazon type shop, you know, if you're doing some Amazon shopping, comparison shopping, all these devices, um, these anti-gravity uh things come in really highly rated. They get fantastic reviews. And they do have more port, they do have some more uh an additional HDMI or I'm sorry, a USB <laughs> on it. <laughs> HDMI, yeah. Yeah, baby. High def, baby. <laughs> uh, but they're the uh was the other thing I was on this one uh, there's been a couple of other ones that I looked at that had other features in them but boy there's nine or ten companies copying this
2: battery tender makes one I think Milwaukee yeah. makes
3: one. yeah yeah know. and there,
0: there's there's about one, yeah. nine or ten name-brand versions including the uh, the infamous Harbor Freight which now has a $69 <laughs> version of that okay. it's got black and red you know of course it's Harbor Freight. They're stealing two technologies. They're stealing the anti-gravity technology, but then painting it to look like a Milwaukee, or plasticizing it to look like a Milwaukee.
1: That's not you guys. That's our fire department in Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> no, Cleveland never blows a horn that much. That's Lakewood. That's Lakewood. Yeah. We'll, we'll, get there, we'll get there to stop the houses yep. from around the house that's burning from burning down.
0: That's true. <laughs> that's and because it. I do, because I'm still running an iPhone, you know, I have to have one of these. I mean, I have to have. The shirt pocket lithium thing, and you know these little cells. Um, and I think this one might have been eight bucks. And I, I'll admit it, I bought this at Walmart while I was traveling. And in the automotive department of Walmart, I bought this little bastard. And it's it's two thousand milliamps, <laughs> or two, two amps. amps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this is this is quite accurately smaller than my iPhone six. It's the size of an iPhone four, you know. It's almost identical to that. You know, it's a really small. So it's the same. It has the same pocket presence of having another phone, but I also can tell you from experience that this two amp, eight dollar item or nine dollar piece of Chinesium will charge my phone at least twice.
1: They make the yeah. same things. I well, I don't have one for this. I have one for my six that mm-hmm. basically keeps the silhouette of your phone the same size mm-hmm. but doubles the thickness. Yeah. And it would recharge it. It's your case that includes the battery. Yeah, it's it's a I've a had case one of those. Areas. I've had and several of case like case re- recharges, yeah. I think.
0: And the case ones were fun except for the fact that phone technology moves on relatively quick and then you're stuck with that case. I mean, I've got a perfectly good one at home for an iPhone 5 that I don't own anymore. I just you know? don't answer my phone, so I don't up. charge <laughs> <about it>. Right. <laughs> I just never it. <laughs> But, yeah, having power with you on the road is an important thing. See, there's an iPhone 5. Ta-da! Wait, Chris Smith has an iPhone?
1: First of all, my it's, God. it's a, he a phone?
0: Down from one of his <laughs> children. I almost <laughs> had a
1: heart attack. <laughs> Finally retired. Even my mom out.
0: can use an iPhone.
4: <laughs> uh, I thought he was going to get one of those. What do they call those? Jitterbug, words? baby. Jitterbug. Jitterbug. Jitterbug.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One big, one big button right in the middle of it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Call my son! <laughs> <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get, get up. up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stay down.
0: <laughs> Stay down. <laughs> right. Before you get up, um, what else you got, Pete? I see you. You brought, brought some other stuff. Oh, I just brought some maps.
2: I'll oh, okay, the all right. It's really to do uh, the
0: Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of different things happening right now with the uh, with the lithiums. And it is a good item to have you with you. In hindsight, I'm actually glad. I'm happy that I bought the larger unit, the GB40, uh, but I do wish it was lighter and, and smaller. They've ruggedized the shit out of this thing. I mean, yeah. this case, yeah. you could, I'm pretty sure you could mm-hmm. do anything you want, drive over it, drop it off wherever you want to drop it. I don't think there's much chance of actually damaging this thing. Well,
1: let's here.
2: here, just drop it off the edge of the... It's my
0: $100. That's a, <laughs> uh, right.
2: That's the downfall of this one. That's why I've got this padded up. Like I this. see you do, yeah. Because this switch was getting pushed all the time and the thing was oh, turning it was on. Turning on and in it the case. like a protective ring around I see it. I see that, With yeah. um, some Shoray battery uh, foam. Yeah, but
0: that, and when you, anytime you buy a Shirei battery or a, uh, one of the other ballistic lithium batteries, you get enough foam in the box to make the battery the size of all the batteries it replaces. So your lithium battery's not dancing around inside the...
2: Uh, inside the... It's also awesome foam for other projects. It, it is. Comes in every thickness. <laughs> it's and, good uh, stuff. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: I, have a, I have sad news, and that is... Uh, happy news and sad news. The happy news is, remember on the podcast, we talked about that Yamaha XS-1100 that isn't here anymore? Sold it, baby! Nice. So somebody got themselves a sweet-ass 1978 XS-1100, but it got shipped to, like, fucking, you know, inland Texas somewhere. And <laughs> the sad news is because I wasn't riding that bike a lot, the battery that was in it was one of my fucking brand new Shirai's. It's oh. so like I use that I use that battery for everything. So it's a eight cell Shirai. So it you know, it doesn't matter what bike you put it in. You can put it in a Harley, it starts it. And the sad news was when the guy came to when the trucking company came to pick it up. I had told James, when the bike leaves, don't let James, that battery uh, go with it. We'll put a a correct battery in it for what's supposed to be in it. Don't let that bike leave here with my two hundred some dollar Shirai in it. And it left here with my two hundred some dollars. James, so well, I lost was, my profit margin. I've got one of
2: those in my uh, big BMW, and it just took a shit. So it's time to replace oh, it. Oh, it, it is. I think it's seven, it's seven years, years old. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. I've had mine had for about four run.
0: years, and it's been very good. It's been no, very, very good.
2: Use, I use Odysseys.
0: Yeah, I like Odysseys, and that's now your Odyssey is a conventional battery, right? It's a dry cell. It is dry cell. Mm-hmm. Okay, It's a dry but cell.
4: I think it's lead acid dry yeah. cell. Yeah, yeah. it's but
0: activated glass mat. AGM. Yeah, but they can the deep
4: yeah. cycle like
0: like crazy. Yeah. 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 Odysseys have a very good reputation for power. Uh, ballistic uses the lithium technology, Shirai's lithium technology, but the the Odysseys and what's the other one? What's the big? What's the car guy one? The, the Optimus. 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 Yeah. Those, those are
2: glass are mats, aren't they? They're glass mats That's why I got one of those in my car out there. Yeah,
0: people give those really good reviews. So, yeah, it, there's some really good battery technology right now, uh, but I do think that you're right, Steve. I think we're going to start seeing these boxes are going to go away. I think we're going to start seeing onboard board sticks. See,
4: like I to use, I, personally, I use a lot of deep-cycle batteries
3: mm-hmm.
4: because yeah. the plates are thick <clears> and <massed> they're fast Right. a really long time. but I know they don't have the cold cranking amps, but they are plenty. really there's
0: enough to make it do Remember that van that I had that got stolen?
1: Yeah, to it had one of a minute.
0: It did. It had a deep cycle in it because we used the thing over, you know, we'd go camping in it. We'd, you know, that was the rally button wagon. So a lot of times it would pr- be providing music. It'd be providing a lot of 12-volt mm-hmm. entertainment the whole weekend long. And then when you flip that key on Sunday, you want it to start. And so yeah, I, when I bought that van, I put a good deep cycle battery, an Interstate deep cycle, in it, and that's you know that battery is still starting the van for the people who stole it, I'm sure, and uh, you know eight years later, still giving reliable service to whatever scumbag stole it. Yeah. But that's good stuff, you know. Uh, guys, we get email
3: mm-hmm.
0: occasionally. We do get an email or two around here, and the uh, we. When we were talking about the new BMW and your brand new
2: F800? I bought the 800. I bought the, you bought old, the, F800. the old one, not the new one.
0: So in the course of our conversation, <clears throat> sometimes we take it for granted. You know, we just have a conversation. We all talk to each other. Sometimes we fuck up and no. say the wrong thing.
2: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: Now, it must not happen often. Because if you had a scale for the amount of email we get, because, you know, we don't normally read emails on the, on the podcast. <laughs> it's not like, oh, I'm going to get my email read on the podcast. That's going to make me feel good about being a person. That's like worth 1,000 likes. <laughs> Internet <laughs> currency. <laughs> but because we don't normally read email on here, we normally don't have a much, you know, much bandwidth wasted on emails. But when you say something that's wrong, Holy shit, do the emails multiply. (laughs) So apparently Pete had said his bike, the new BMW, was a V-twin 850.
1: Pete? Why would
2: Pete say that? Pete would say that... I thought the new one was a V-twin.
0: It's not! The new one's not a V. It's not, and I'm glad you said it again today so we didn't have to debate it.
2: Okay. So it turns out (laughs) it's not a V-twin.
0: It is, in fact, still a parallel twin. Okay. However... They did alter the firing order to a 270 degree firing order,
2: oh, maybe that's got which got I'm
0: sure gave somebody in the reviewing journalism world the impulse to say, well, it gives a more V-twin-like power curve because it's more lumpy then. If you, mm-hmm. if you alter it from either a 180 or a 360 to a 270, your your pulses are going to be different. So it's going to give it more of a V-twin feel. BMW should send a thank you note to Honda for showing you how
4: to
2: do that.
0: Yeah, you know that. Two se- <laughs> hey, we all know that two seventy degrees can be pretty sweet. Uh, the two hundred and seventy degree firing order can be the difference between something that feels utilitarian and something that has a little legaduga.
1: I think Yamaha. Who's the first one to use that in a production? I don't oh, know. We got to
2: do our research before we say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: there were no less than twenty-five emails,
3: oh,
2: anyway, uh-huh.
0: and messages to the Facebook stating, "Stating <laughs> attention, members of Cleveland <laughs> Moto Podcast." <laughs> now, some had said, "Mom, I'll be up in a minute." <laughs> At thirty-two minutes and seventeen seconds, Pete said that the new BMW has a V twin. <laughs> That's a fucking comment. That's something somebody wrote. They they That's pointed the to go out.
1: Go back and check our, uh, yeah, yeah. our records. Which check means, the reels.
0: Which means <laughs> they they went back and checked. Yeah. Because you don't just like randomly drive it in your car. Hear somebody say something. <laughs> your like... ear goes. Oh, BMW's never had a V twin. What the fuck? Hold on. Quick. Stop the precious. Roll it back. What mile marker was that? You know. Let's let's call it out to the fucking minute and second. I thought that was great.
2: Uh, Let me he, go on record right now to say uh, I apologize for that uh, Gaff. I should have known better. I reckon, oh, I was thinking... <laughs> As our resident BMW uh, expert, he
1: will once not again, be
2: allowed to talk know, for the rest of the podcast. This is what I say to them:
0: <laughs> double, finger, <laughs> double fingers, double mm. fingers. Well, the point is, I'd like to point out at this point that we do not consider ourselves, in the context of this podcast, we're fans. Right? I mean, we're fans. We're motorcycle yeah. lovers. Right? <laughs> we're yeah.
1: Right? Uh, I'm a fan of myself, sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm a motorcycle expert. Especially on the weekends. I'm a motorcycle expert as it relates to motorcycles I like. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I'm not even that. I'm, <laughs> I really, I really, <laughs> no, no. Pete doesn't even
1: know the one he owns, for no, God's no. sake. I going to
0: say. He knows the configuration oh. of the one he owns. That's Ow. correct. He doesn't know the configuration of the future <laughs> one. That's correct. The next one he might own. So that's true too. But anyway, I, was just I thought looking of, at the
4: bags on the new one anyway. Yeah.
0: but I do have a right. But I do, I did give us a a p- palate cleanser, so uh, <laughs> thanks, guys, for anybody who said they made a mistake on Cleveland Moto, and I'm going to write a strongly lettered email. No, fucking twenty five people got there ahead of you. You win? No, you don't. Not first. Yeah, you are not first. first. Yeah. You did not first that Do shit. they
1: win a shop rag?
0: They win fuck all. <laughs> yeah. They win fuck all. Uh-oh. I think Steve delivered their gift moments ago. <laughs> one for each hand. One
3: finger at a time. Right, but it's okay.
0: We fuck up, and that's fine. That? You fine. know, um, my Oh, look at the crab craw mittens yeah, you I'm got. Holy shit. Those are they
3: look cool.
0: My God. What crab boat did you steal those off of? Are those made out of actual seal skin? No, so I can shoot. If I oh, those it. are Duluth. Those are a Duluth Trading Company yeah. mittens. But yeah. I, but so yeah. I could pull yeah. a trigger with them. Yeah, yeah, trigger mittens. Oh. I don't know if I own a rifle that my, that, that would fit in the trigger. I was going to say, that's a big that's a trigger a pretty trigger. big trigger guard. <laughs> I cut my trigger guards off. I just, yeah. <laughs> you know what? You don't need those hell with those damn things. <laughs> things. They, they don't enhance the experience. Ooh. They just get in the way. I just use bump stocks.
2: let not talk about guns. <laughs> we don't <laughs> more
3: shitty. Yeah, Lord knows. No. No. Hey. Right. hey. There you go.
0: All right, you guys want to hear a different email? Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, somebody writes one that is pretty awesome. Could, uh, um, and we will name you. Uh, Keith from Southwest Missouri. 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 Keith. All hail Cleveland Moto.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Your podcast is awesome, and the knowledge you share lands on my ear holes like uh-huh. nuggets of golden wisdom from the motorcycle gods. Keep up the great work. Oh,
4: Jesus. Oh, man. All right. Okay. Send him a shop Hi. He, <laughs> he does not drive.
0: Or ride a BMW. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty certain that all the people that called Steve or Pete out on his mistake don't Don't fucking own own one either. That's it. Uh, But they probably can tell you the thread count of their fucking Harley Davidson uh, (laughs) t-shirt. Okay.
1: Now now, my audience is, what are you you doing? I'm going to say, I am fucking spraying golden nuggets. Well, that's just... (laughs) (laughs) Like nuggets
0: of golden wisdom. Okay, he continues... Podcast topic suggestion. Top five motorcycle features for long-distance riding. Not gear, clothing, or tools. You guys have covered all that.
1: Thank mm-hmm.
0: you for acknowledging that we've covered all yeah. that. Because sometimes we wonder, like, is it time after five years to revisit a certain topic? Right? Uh, more about windshield or no. Side cases. Footrest pegs versus floorboards. Phone rests, chargers, etc. Bike features. Reason for interest. Now, I'm going (laughs) to warn you all. Put on your fucking listening hat because this is about to get awesome. Reason for interest. (laughs) I've been riding a Scrambler 74 RD350.
4: Nice.
0: Yeah, no shit. (laughs) I love that.
3: That's awesome.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. The cool factor of the motorcycle you're riding is, is lost on 90% of the people that see you riding it. Probably more than that. Okay. And love it for around town and lake roads, but it's small for highway and long distance. No shit. So I'm looking to build something a little more comfortable for higher speeds and longer distances, like any motorcycle. I like the naked, stripped-down look, but would love to hear you guys' opinion on what's important. Also, maybe a good bike to start with. I have a one thousand dollar purchase budget. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Older Goldwing, maybe? Question mark. PC eight hundred. And he says not interested in old CBs. Everybody's done that, and I think you're right. So it says thanks, Keith from Southwest Missouri. Well, first of all, well done for riding a scrambler, yeah. a '74 RD350 scrambler. Yeah. yeah. Because there, there, there aren't too many more motorcycles on the planet that are more fun than an RD350. They're fucking great, man. They really are great. And if you get one that is running well, uh, fuck, it puts a smile on your face. And they're unnaturally quick considering as cheap as they were and as plentiful as they were. There was no shortage of those damn things. And when you think that it was less money to buy one of those in 74 than a CB350 was. And the CB350 was not a fast bike by any standards, Two like, that was that battle back then of we can make it really fast cheaply if it's a two stroke don't ask about how long it's going to last or the maintenance involved because yeah you've got to put a new top end on every 6 or 7 thousand miles but who cares you're fast as fuck
3: mm.
0: and you'd never want to be sitting there on your brand new CB350 and have the guy pull up next to you on an RD350 because it's going to be game over pretty quickly in that, in that scenario now I got a guy at the East Side shop that was riding a GT550 two-stroke Suzuki.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that was the torque induction twin, not the triple. I can't remember on that one. Off the top of my head, if that's a triple or a twin. That's a twin. GT550. Yeah. 550 was a trip. Was, was that a triple? No, no 550 five five. was yeah. a
1: triple titan the 500 was a twin okay so the 550 or became cobra a tri- in other right, markets right. so the titan was a, yeah. a 500 380 right. and 550 were triple oh, really? was it 380? Cool. I don't know. okay 380 and
0: 550
1: were and then 750 was the water bottle the, the Vosser buffalo yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. yeah right and i'll cat- say they were not v twins <laughs> 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 going
0: on record yeah. we have that fella and he works he's in he's an aviation avionics guy and yeah. he's got 60 or 70,000 miles. No, more than that. Because he said he's going to own it when it clocks, when it trips 100,000 miles. Wow. On a two-stroke 550 Suzuki from long about 1975 or so. But those weren't raced because they weren't in a class, right? I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh-oh. Yeah. And that's why there's those ones survived. That's why they survived. <laughs> 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 because unlike the RD, which did... Every RD on the planet, and Delzani, your friend from yeah. high school, yeah. Delzani locally here was the man for RD350s and RD400s. Um, he was the guy. Like, if you needed to have some jugs punched out, he was mm-hmm. the guy to go to for a long time. So you're already riding a cool bike, but now you want to ride some distance on something and $1,000 purchase budget. Well, first of all, yeah, if you can steal a PC800 for 1200 bucks. They say, like, strip down. That's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. I thought about that after. Uh
3: He wants to build it. Mm -hmm.
1: He wants to build it. So I'm looking
0: to build something a little more comfortable for higher speeds and longer distances. I like the naked stripped down look. Okay, so get a PC-800, take all the plastic off. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But would love to hear your guys' opinion on what's important. (laughs) Yeah, that is a triple as far as triples go. And that is the Ram Air Intake System. Uh, Torque induction.
1: Well, if, he, if he didn't care, I've got about a nice GS 550. He could. Uh...
0: That's true, and that is a belong, and you could ride that bike for a million miles.
4: But he, but he mentioned the Goldwing too. So she is half <laughs> so, in a thousand away.
3: Yeah.
4: So <laughs> for a thousand, he could probably get. I mean, an eighty-four <coughs> naked
0: Goldwing. So let's That's $1,200. dollars <laughs> <Excuse me. coughs> Let's just shoot the elephant in the room. Everybody wants to talk about (laughs) Goldwings. I've owned six of them. Right. And (laughs) the the reason reason everybody wants to talk about Goldwings is because right now I guarantee on Craigslist there's at least three of them for $1,000 or less. And the average Walmart shopper can't fucking ignore the fact that that's a 1,000cc motorcycle or better for a buck a cc.
4: Plus they have a pleated
0: Corbin on it. (laughs) <laughs> so, I mean, those okay. seats so comfy. John works on motorcycles every goddamn day of his life. He comes in here, he works on motorcycles. You've owned how many Goldwings? Six. Six. Not owned them for a week and a half. No. No. Fucking owned them and driven the shit out of them. Now, I have to talk like my job is to be the filter on the door for the crazy that walks in here most of the time. Okay. And so I have to be motorcycle counselor. (laughs) 99% of the time, when a human being walks through that door, they're not actually here to spend money on the first tick. They're here, they they have some ideas, and they need to be counseled about those ideas. So I have heard, I've got XYZ 20-plus-year-old Goldwing I've got it, my grandfather's got it, my uncle's got it. We don't even know what happened with your Goldwing down in Columbus yet. No. Nope. Is there an update on that? Nope, not yet. God damn mm.
3: I've
0: been losing sleep on that deal. What year was that? We don't know. We no. we got no bad We don't even have a visual picture on that fucker yet.
1: That's a redundancy. That's true. <laughs> that's a, Yeah, yes. you're right. That's going to cost you a pickled bean. You're going like, to sit here drinking my
0: pickled dill juice here.
1: Oh, it's on the ground.
0: Oh, that's terrible. Okay, now. Why, okay, Hoffert, glutton for punishment, you have bought motorcycles I would have ran away from. Number one reason why you would tell any person who's written this email not to purchase a $1,000 Goldwing. Like, what's, what can you almost guarantee they're going to have a problem with? Carbs. Right. Yeah. And the yeah. alternator. Right. Let's, let's start with carbs. Because I'd like to crush this fucking topic because I listen to a lot of other motorcycle podcasts and this fucking topic keeps coming up about you should buy an old Goldwing. What the fuck? I don't know what circus you just got out of where they've never seen an old Goldwing on the side of the road not running or behind somebody's garage in, you know, Butte, Montana, Killbuck, Southwest Missouri, wherever the fuck it is. Old Goldwings need to be deconstructed and recycled down to their base components just to stop having them pass from victim to, victim to victim to victim to victim. Because face it, dude, if your Goldwing is over 15 years old, no motorcycle shop is going to work on it. And if it's less than 15 years old, 90% of motorcycle shops are not going to work on it. So, so
1: for the carbs, it's not just cleaning. You have to rebuild them completely. How Got well, a kit and just kind of go through them? or, or How or well does
0: a 20-year-old Goldwing carb...
4: If the guy left it on the side stand, you're screwed. Right. If the
0: guy put it up on the center <laughs> stand, then you're probably okay. Mm-hmm. No, are you okay? A carburetor <laughs> that was engineered to run on no ethanol on the planet. Right? No, but what I'm right. saying is, mm-hmm. that, okay, so when yeah. your carbs the are tilted down yeah. like
3: this, mm-hmm.
4: these ca- the, all the crap goes yeah. down Close into the, word the, word the oh, yeah. bank, right. and then your,
0: those two carbs are shot. Not so only are those two carbs shot, Gold wings that are left on their side stand will have had multiply flooded left two cylinders many, many times over. Right. Because I can't tell you, I can never tell you, the number of customers I've met that I watch them pull in here, shut their fuel tap off, and then wait 30 or 40 seconds with the motor running before they kill the motor and set the bike on the side stand. I got bad news. If you roll into the parking lot and just shut your motor off and throw that bitch on a side stand, and it's an old BMW, or it's a Goldwing, Mm -hmm. your left cylinder or cylinders, depending on whether it's a BMW or a Goldwing, are going to be flooded, which is going to play hell on your starter sprag clutch when you hit the start button to start the bike next time, and those cylinders are filled up with nice non-compressible gasoline Mm -hmm. as opposed to air. So you see sprag clutches go out like crazy in Goldwing and Valkyrie motors which to replace the sprag clutch you can't do it with the motor in the bike. The motor's got to be on the bike. It's a bitch of a job. And it also can be amplified if your battery's weak and you try to start the motorcycle on a weak battery you can blow up your sprite clutch. Dude. I'm not saying that you should buy one of those. Right.
4: Though, but I'm just saying I mean you have to know what level of skill Cool. Does he
0: see? Does he work? If he's got an RD three fifty, right, he knows, knows how to work
4: on things. Well,
0: <laughs> he, he, if he's if he's got an RD three fifty, we would assume he knows how to work on simple things.
4: Yeah, right.
0: But I mean, I I mean it's mean, AK-47, well, he's, he's he's the AK forty seven of the He's that
4: carb off a few times. Right. And <laughs> the first time you take the carbs off a of Gold Wing, it's like uh, it's a puzzle because you got to weasel that whole manifold out, and there's all those connecting uh, those uh, bypass uh, from. Uh, anti-backfire
0: tubing in there and all that other stuff you need to pull out oh my god let's just say for the sake of argument somebody gives you an 82 Goldwing, just hands it to you for free but the carbs are fucked up the bike will barely run you know you got to clean the carbs how much time should you budget for that job a day yeah a day not an hour
1: not about two two minutes to make the ad <laughs>
3: yeah, I, yeah.
1: It's for the next coming yeah, can get it. Three
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> About two minutes to make the Craigslist ad. We'll trade for goldwing. anything smaller than a Spit Goldwing. It sputters, mm-hmm. will run, you clean carbs. Right, right. Know, It runs on ether
4: It's got all the liquids are all sushi. messed up. And <laughs> right, there you go. And then you're trying to sink them, you have to, get, you have to buy, first of all, you have to buy a kit to get all the tubes to sink them. Mm-hmm. And then you have to buy a four-man, I mean, you need one. I use two, and I sink one to the other and then i sink one off the the one i consider the
0: master right the point being that this is just this isn't this isn't high-end shit. this is to get it running right this is so your bike will run correct okay, well then that's not even the problem. the biggest problem is the alternator and yes. that's going to go of course it is <laughs> so I, i'm I mean... if you've got a thousand dollars and you want to buy a motorcycle Buying a Goldwing is like literally buying $3,000 worth of negative equity.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll, t- I'll tell you what I would buy. Mm.
4: It, hands down, yeah. I think it's the best thing you can get for 1000 bucks, and you will not have a problem. And you can go across this country. A BV... A BV500... I mean, if you can find a BV500... That, yeah. so that would be oh I mean yeah, BB if you, 500. You can get over having a scooter un-kill. instead of a thing
3: yeah. a or an RV oh
4: 250. Yeah. An RV 250 you 50 can, 50 buy, for get, buy, you can buy for a <laughs> grand. Buy a few of them. And they're bulletproof. <laughs> what are you going to do with the other 300 <laughs>
1: bucks? They're bulletproof.
4: They do 90 miles an hour. Yeah, they they're yeah. super comfortable. You could ride them all day. They're super comfortable. Yeah. And they're, I mean, they get. Good and
0: gas you don't miles. need to have a speedometer
1: yeah. or a gauge cluster to look at. You've got a garage full of them. They fail. He's going to figure out a way to hook them all together into a harness a and you drive them like
0: Bender, <laughs>
1: like a wagon team. Six fucking I am
0: saying for a thousand bucks you're very limited. The SYM... Um, I mean, the SYM RV250 is... We made a joke before about it's retard strong. And it is retard strong. <laughs> it's, yeah. okay, it's, it's... Oh, it's, my God. It's got <laughs> ceramic-lined cylinders, right? Which is... When was the last time you worked on a motorcycle that had the lowest friction. Doors.
4: It's got the lowest friction cylinder in the motorcycling industry. It
0: is not a rocket ship off the line, but it pulls remarkably good at high speeds. That bike is linear, smooth. With two power. people on it, yeah. Even. yeah. It's, a, it's, it's got
4: higher output than any other 250 out It office. is.
0: It's, it's crazy powerful compared to any other 250cc scooter out there. And that was the same with the HD200s that SYM did. The, uh, the HD200s, if you get a chance to buy, and that's why I'm HD200, first thing you do is take off every bit of emissions control device on it because otherwise it will fucking vapor, suck fuel all through the whole system. It'll, you'll be shooting you'll be shooting gasoline out your tailpipe 35, 45 feet. because when you park it at night it will literally suck gasoline out of your gas tank into the bottom end of your motor. Or into the top end of your motor. Um, and its I've seen 20 of those bikes do it. It has a problem. The vapor recovery system was bad for the American market. Get rid of all of it. Because in every other market in the world, that bike is, once again, retard strong. Uh, you got a GTS 250, you can't run away from an HD 200. The HD 200 is a faster bike. Uh, but once again, we're talking scooters. But those are scooters that can be bought for a thousand dollars a piece and, and ride cross-country. Yeah, absolutely. That, that
4: bv 500. Yeah. Was perfect. Yeah, it's you crazy put, good. You could if you, you put a top case on yeah. it, and then it's got hook. It's got a hook right in front mm-hmm. of you where you could get a backpack that's yeah. the size. The and, size of and your, and your you leg. You stick area. it right between yeah. your legs, and yeah. you have plenty of storage. You don't have to worry about side bags, and, and that thing will do over a hundred. Oh.
0: The, before they quote detuned, the BV 500 was easily 100 mile per hour. Now look, a GB 500, 500 cc single cylinder motorcycle does not like going 100 miles an hour. It will do it, but it is very much at the end of the valve float area. It's right at that danger zone of where you like danger zone of bad things happening. At 90, a big wind too windshield, many. that thing is stable. Stable as a is what?
4: There aren't but too many single cylinder motorcycles. Getting a little yeah. because of that windshield, right. uh, the handlebar-mounted windshield. Yeah. You start getting a little All pressure right. on the on the uh, sure. handlebars.
0: It's
3: just but, a bad idea. Yeah.
0: But goddamn, they're they're solid for long distance riding. They're and everybody would say, "You drove that that yeah. far," and I'm like,
4: why it, "The bike you didn't the notice." The seat it. Yeah. was unbelievably yeah. comfortable. Yep. It has storage under the seat. It has storage. I mean, a top case, and you have storage in the front, too.
0: So Nick I mean. Vanello rode his uh, 250. He did the Saddlesore 1000 by going around Lake Erie and Lake Ontario. So he did Lake Erie and Lake Ontario while the rest of us did the Lake Erie loop. He spent an extra <laughs> few hours, got a full 1,000-mile day, and he got that out of a 250cc scooter, right? So I don't know how many other people are riding 1,000-mile days, but... Here's Nick, who's not a known cross-country guy. It's not what he does, but he sat on that bike for 22 hours and went a thousand miles.
1: What, what years were they made the, the BBs
0: from one oh, when... up until like 2012? I mean, they yeah, still do the BB to, you know, 350 now. And that seat's even more comfortable. Yes, it is. The BB 350 is a fantastic <laughs> bike. It's 100 pounds lighter than a BB 500, give or take, but it's as quick. It just doesn't have that 100 mile per it's hour got top it speed. Much too. Yeah. The, oh. It's uh, the BV 350 is a, a great piece of kit, but it's still it's too expensive for what he's looking for. Right. Yeah. BV 500s and Piaggio X9s. I just sold a Piaggio X9 out of here. That push button bike ran perfectly, fuel injected. No, Scarab- Scar- uh, I sold Scar- it for Scarab- a thousand Bell bucks. The 500s. Scarabell 500, same setup. Yep.
4: Yeah. And it's got the leader 500 motor or yep. 460 or whatever yep. it is in there. Yeah. That
0: those motors are good. They're very good motors and. That's a thing that you could... Or engine, I'm yeah.
2: sorry. As you this what, I, I
4: want correcting myself. I said motor. <laughs> I meant to say
0: engine.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> I had a good starter motor. Uh, all oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, what is it? All motors are engines, sorry. but not all engines are motors. motors yeah. 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 The uh, I don't... But 1000 bucks going to buy a bike? I think you're right on point with a Suzuki GS 550. Sure. 1000 bucks all day long, no mm. problem. I know he doesn't want to buy a CB. I don't blame him. That's fine. Uh,
1: if you look around for them, I yeah. mean, you're kind of going to get a raggedy one.
0: But get an you XS six hundred and fifty. Yeah, there you go. Get an XS six hundred and fifty. Shit, get one of the ugly ones from like
1: eighty-two or eighty-three. <laughs> you probably get that cheap. Oh boy, a thousand you, you bucks just will made buy me think you of several really good. And I mean, not will that I'm a thousand bucks of, buy
0: you a Shadow seven hundred and fifty?
1: No. It will. We got one old and older. An old one. Yeah, an A VT 1100, like
4: an '86. Like yeah. like yeah. Why not? Before the Aces. Sure. Be yeah. Before the an Aces. And that one's got a dual pin crank. Oh so shit! That's, yeah, and that's, that's the, the ring Like an '86 uh, VT 1100. Yeah. It's got a two, a dual yep. pin yeah. crank. Hydraulic yeah. valves. Right. And that is better mm. for. I mean, that would be good for distance, except that's a damp for damper. the. I mean, I think yeah. that seating position wouldn't be that. I mean that. For, it's a cruiser. Get a VT800 because those are really cool. Yeah, but they're rarest. I know.
1: Jesus Christ! And you can't get them. Yeah, for when the you find a VT800, I'm gonna steal the parts out, yeah. and put it on my Superman. For, for looks wise, you'd be at the bottom end of the scale. But if you look around hard enough, you can find like a like a, a ZG1000, like a Concourse. Concourse. Or, yeah. For that kind of dough. I sold a Concourse. That's not exactly naked, um, I guess. I sold
0: he, a Concourse for 1,200 bucks that had nearly 100,000 yeah, miles on and, uh, it, yeah. and uh, that fuckhole cunt twat, wad, knucklehead fucking asshole is giving us bad feedback on Yelp and Google Plus and stuff. Hmm. Giving our shop bad feedback because a bike I sold him three years ago <laughs> for $1,200 with nearly 100,000 miles on it developed a output shaft leak. <laughs>
1: yeah. And... So do your service and shut when the fuck up. When he called us
0: <laughs> and said... I want to bring it by. I said, "Yeah, I'm not going to do that job. I don't want to do that job. That uh, you're a macaroni and cheese kind of guy, and that's a steak dinner job." <laughs> and uh, and I said, "Yeah, the books, uh, the book, uh, the job books out at more hours and more money than you probably well, want to put into that well, bike."
1: Than you've seen in a year. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: at the time he was working at a video game uh, yeah shop exactly. in the mall. Like he was working at. You know, anyway, it doesn't matter, but <laughs> the point being, I just told him, no, take it Take it elsewhere. I don't want to do this job. You know it would take probably. Well, the point is, nobody would. Yeah. And he got all butt hurt that I wouldn't work on the bike I that, that I sold him two or three years that. earlier for $1,200. <laughs> and he left me a shit review. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a 1985 VT800 or VT500 <laughs> Shadow. Wait, it's not the bike I have up? We Uh, have one of those in the app. It's not you. It's right here in the showroom. It is. I think think you'd be better off though instead of a
4: VT 500 Shadow, you'd be better with a VT 500 Ascot. Well, because it's got a more comfortable riding position for distance. And
0: you like standard, so that's a good one.
4: Standard. Yep. And it's got a. And I
0: can tell you, you can buy a VT 500 Ascot for twelve hundred bucks all day long. Shaft drive. Decent bike. Six-speed The, speed. the, yep,
1: six speed the Maxim and the Seika series were really good bikes that can be had for yeah, almost Seicas nothing. Yeah, have those fucking pinwheels. Yeah, those pinwheels, rigs. and they have, yeah. It, they have those. And then for, for us, as far as we're concerned, for tuning issues, yeah. they have that Yix Yicks. yes that yeah. Yeah. it makes carb tuning a pain in the yes, ass. It. But, I mean. Oh, man. But you're right. That's a good bike at low buck.
0: And and they're a good, yeah, at a low
1: price point. How do you say it? Thick on the ground. They even are even being as old as they are, yeah. ooh, that's a good one, too. No the, the Kawasaki Vulcan 750, and mm-hmm. that's one that's been the same since, like, 1986 to about 06 or And those 08. Vulcan 750 motors are also on oh, killer. Right. Again, you can pick those up. I mean, there's I've yeah. seen three of them for under a grand. Yep. So that's, I mean, there's a lot of actually
0: really good. But it, it doesn't talk just for touring well, he's talking them. for stretching his legs a little further than his legs are getting stretched on well, yeah, his those, all those
4: bikes would be okay they're all great
0: for the 500's
4: it. a little
2: small though
0: yeah yeah you mean the 500
2: the g the vt 500 oh the shadow the yeah, Shadow's yeah. a little small yeah you. yeah but yeah do you want to go far or do you want to go far quickly I mean, right it's like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <clears throat> I've ridden a TW 200 to the one. That's what What you need is a good TW 200. You're doing everything wrong with the RD. Well, that's kind of a (laughs) backstep. That station is Yamaha family, but
4: um. another bulletproof uh, bike you could do long distance on Mm -hmm. that isn't really very hard to work on is a GL 500. That's true.
0: That's uh, true. It is they, starting to get, I mean, I mean yeah. they're, they're No, you're right. Old, but if, it's, if it doesn't have a It doesn't nurse matter now. if it's old. It's got that BMW or the Moto Guzzi mojo. Like, yeah. that motor is like a million-mile motor. Like, for some reason, that that sideways V-twin, whether it's in a Guzzi or whether it's in a damned Honda CX-650 or CX-500... Um, well, no, they don't have the size that
3: they have, <laughs> <laughs> Chris they made have No no, no. no, no. that no, no. Chris no, made a funny...
2: Chris made a funny... Hey, wait. I didn't say anything all night long, now he's busting my balls. <laughs> he,
1: he wakes up long enough to bust your balls, he, he <laughs> back
0: to sleep go five ahead. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pete, in this new BMW F850, is that a horizontal V-twin or a <laughs>
1: longitudinal V-twin? It's an inverted one. It's the inverted cylinders are pointing down. <laughs> down. And there's a
0: there's a pump to pump the oil back in.
1: Right?
0: No, it's an actual straight-ahead Boxer 850. They used the Chang-Jang motor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Flatheads. <laughs> Flatheads. Oh, yeah. It's a de- oh. CJ750 a...
1: yeah. with a punch-out. It's a two-crank Deltic. Yeah, it's yeah. a Deltic. It literally
0: pushes... It's <laughs> du- a... my favorite engine of all time. That's your favorite time. motor. Because you can have one spark plug in the middle... But oh no, you could do diesel and have no spark plug whatsoever, and you could be perfectly balanced because they're directly in line with each yeah. other. So yeah, and if anybody is following you in the podcast, you're a fucking true fetishist. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. But you know this.
4: Yeah. This. And back to the GL 500. The seat's comfortable. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it You is. have if you have bars on the front, you could you could have three different seating oh, positions. Yeah. You could stretch your legs out. And, and really, the the hip-to-foot peg is good. I mean, that it ratio is good.
0: Is good. Yeah. And they're bulletproof. He asked about, like, riding distance riding tips. You mentioned three riding positions. That's my secret to any long-distance trip I've ever been on. And I've been on some excruciating trips with the wrong... See, my whole thing is the wrong equipment. To me, it's like, if you can build a house using only a Gerber tool... Whoa, well, tell me all about that. But if you build a house using $9 million it's cool, but kind of that's how it's supposed to be. I've done cross-country on a Madass 125. The name of the bike is the Madass 125, which is single-cylinder, on, like lay-down motor kind of thing, you know, four-speed.
2: Honda Clone. Honda Clone. 125, 150. Yeah,
0: German Honda Clone 125. Yeah, Madass 125. I've done the Lake Erie Loop several times. On everything, yeah. but you know, but mostly buddy a buddy 125 scooter. Yeah. What, so cor- s- what color was that one? Pink. It had to be pink. <laughs> pink, pink, extra pink, pepto pink. Yeah. But like oh. to me, and I've and I've driven you know scooters across America before. I've driven from here to Florida on scooters, and when I w- before I, when I was young and I didn't know it was wrong, you know I rode a, a 700 interceptor to Alaska. So this is about doing long distances on the wrong equipment. You know, I rode a GT650 Hawk from D- Dallas, Texas to Cleveland. I've ridden, you know, the Super Magna out to visit Merritt uh, in Rutgers. I rode a Honda 90 to St. Louis.
2: This is the
3: point. <laughs> yeah.
2: well, I rode a Honda 90 to St. Louis. I think I, I, think I still have back problems from that trip. <laughs> yeah. so, no
0: matter, like, so, we're talking about riding some stupid fucking bikes, right? It's the wrong bike to be ridden long distance. You're, like no part of that bike was engineered
3: like
0: to be ridden more than like to the corner store. Yeah. Right? But yet we're riding them stupid distances. The trick is three riding positions. You need to have three riding positions because your body's recovering from muscle fatigue. You, so you're, you're locked in. So all your muscles are just not, not moving anywhere and they're just building up this position. And melatonin. then everything starts to what's that? You're building
1: up melatonin. Is that
0: it? No, Acid. I'll get called no, out on that. You get called out. <laughs> it help you sleep at night or something? Yeah, your skins are getting darker. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's it. This is a, the only one here is got a that's got melatonin is Oscar. The. Uh, <laughs>
3: <Hello>. But that's, <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: it. But the, but we don't. Uh, when you're riding a long distance, you gotta you gotta change that position like every 20, 30, 40 minutes. And it, I just discovered that having three different options like. Having uh, a lean forward option with your weight forward, maybe leaning on your your chest on your tank bag, um, having one where you're kind of like you've got your, your pelvis tipped forward, your feet are way forward and you got maybe like just two fingers holding the tip Ooh. of the handlebar just barely controlling the bike and you know to lean maintain back with a breast right. on each shoulder) <laughs> But yeah, so like two or three riding positions it seems to be. Step seats, <laughs> yeah, step seats. So yeah. Step seats, we're like that's why the thing it was like, boobs on back, B O B. So you're riding a bike in a performance environment or whatever, and you got a girl in the back, and she's just like, okay, I'll go for a ride with you, and then you, like, oh no. <laughs> lock those front binders and then as she tries to
3: short
1: go
0: stop through you
1: right and you're like whoa sure and yeah if it's, it's the not, equivalent of a short stop. stop yeah. just, my what
0: move. do you mean you stop short it's <laughs> my move it's my move you, know, you can't stop move. short yeah. the uh which my mom would do that but you see my mom's a big woman and when she would swing her arm out like nobody realizes my mom the bone structure part of my mom would hit you first, like usually catch you in the teeth or in the neck, you know, because we didn't have seatbelts or we were in the car, but we didn't. Yeah. But then there would be those. This is
1: like a WWF
0: clothesline. Dude. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right at you. And she'd, and I remember we were like in my mom, really? and we were we had a 66 Falcon with the red slippery vinyl interior, big old bench seats. You're just all over the place. Yeah. And we stopped short, and, of course, you know, we're just, you know, a child just moving forward at maximum velocity towards the hard metal dashboard. And <laughs> out comes the arm. Woo! And so when you got the With bone flesh. of the arm, the forearm edge right, yeah. in the jaw, nose, teeth area, <laughs> but then you had to wait for the underarm, the flat, <laughs> to just come back. Yeah! A couple of seconds later. And that thing would come in just like, <laughs> whoa! Like an eighth of a second later to give you like a delayed reaction. <laughs> yeah, and it was like a to It was like getting hit by the little, you know, the little German baton that the police use. It so doesn't is,
1: hit you just once. So as kids, uh, you guys got in the car and said, Mom, help me find uh, these seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> it was a
0: lap belt, and it was buried under the seat, covered with all kinds of juju bees and shit from the driving theater. Yeah. You didn't want to use that fucking lap belt. And if you did, they didn't work like they. There was no retractable mechanisms oh, in no. those fuckers. Mm, yeah. No, they, no. It was just like a big, mm. weird, like, adjust the strap by pulling on it extra hard or tilting it the other way.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, does
0: it retract? Fuck no, no, it doesn't retract. It's hanging on a hook.
3: <laughs> That's mm-hmm. it.
0: Who does it fit? Whoever it's set for. That's ah, useless. Squirrel. It basically kept your dick from hitting the steering wheel in a crash. <laughs> that
1: was it. Every That's other part man. of your vehicle, every part every of your body. Every other dick in the... Every
0: other part of your body just got filtered through the windshield. We had to wear hockey helmets when we drove with my parents,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and it didn't really work for you, Steve.
0: Well then, (laughs) but uh, I did once have a girl on the back of a bike, and she had breast implants that were no, 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 (laughs) no. But they were they were they. You know what, I did not really, I wasn't, and it was super hot, like, summer day, so I wasn't wearing any safety equipment, and uh, I did stop short on a bike with a good disc brake, short wheelbase, and I I got the full boobs on back, but it was the weirdest experience because it was literally two softballs, Hmm. like, as rigid as softballs Hmm. in my back, shoulder, like, clavicle area. I was like, well, that's the strangest thing. I've never had a girl with implants on the back of my motorcycle scooter before, and then did stop short and then felt that, that like having a mannequin on yeah. the back, so to speak. It was like, very distinct pressure and very two distinct points.
3: Yeah. It was really weird.
0: Yeah, I was like... Thumbs. Through. I never thought about that, but that's exactly right, Oscar. Two fists with thumbs going right through the middle. Toe. Bang, right in the middle of my back. Well yeah. then, it was it was something. But she punched in the face later. I digress. <laughs> uh, but if you're gonna like that type of long distance riding, yeah, you've got to be you got to be comfortable. Uh, I always saw it
4: on cruisers. Okay, so if you just, it depends on also what kind of bike you're yeah. gonna get. Yeah, I think a cruiser demands mm-hmm. floorboards.
0: You know, that's a a thing I have never I mean, for, owned uh, a bike with floorboards distance, before. Yeah, never had a bike with floorboards until recently, and. I've never had a bike with heel-toe shifters until recently. Mm. And I've gotten to understand why they exist. Mm-hmm. The floorboard thing is you can just put your feet any damn where.
4: Right, and that okay. gives
0: you the, that position. You can
4: stretch yeah. out, you can put your heels on you the yep. end, or you can move your feet back and put your toes on the, the back end of
0: them. Secret, and so. yeah, secret fact. The Honda 1100, or any modern-ish, like in the last 50 years, motorcycle that has forward controls. Forward controls suck.
2: They suck hard. They do. They suck fucking bad. Because when your feet are out in front of you... Talk to a chopper guy from the 60s. Ask him how that feels after you know, I, going cross-country on that. I ride
0: bikes all the time that have just forward controls. And I can ride them to about my house, maybe half an hour, 45 minutes. And my thighs start to get real tired. Because what you don't realize is... Unless you can actually throw your heels over those controls, if they're close enough to you that you can actually throw your heels over them... For support. For support.
1: Yeah.
0: It feels like crap. And
1: And they're flexing your legs the
0: whole time. The whole time. And even if you do throw your heels over them, the weight of your knees, your thighs and your knees locked out, will absolutely... It sucks after about half an hour, 45
2: minutes. And now your body weight's right on your Right on on
0: your fucking asshole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not cool, <laughs> and like all your torso weight is right centered
1: yeah, on your tailbone. If you have your if you have your feet thrown over mm-hmm. forwards yeah. like that, yeah, and you let your knee you let your knees oh, yeah. lock. Oh. Yeah, <coughs> if you hit a bump in the correct way, it will oh. hyperextend your knee. Yeah, I don't it it hurts a motherfucker. I don't fucking know. It. It's terrible. They're like, only like, supposed to bend one way, <laughs> and it will try to bend it the other way. Give me the flamingo and, knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey mister, what are you doing? Just flamingoing around to, uh, <laughs> so Just standing here with my knee going backwards But like That is surprisingly uncomfortable Like when you And I've ridden in the past five years I've ridden a lot more Harley Davidson Motorcycles that come in With the full, the full touring package Of, and as you see we have a Road King Classic Over there, it's got the big ass Crash bars and what's mounted to the edge Of the big ass crash bars Because four feet wide is not big enough on a motorcycle we need another nine, 10 inches of pegs. So, it
2: makes it easier to scrape.
0: When you sure does, it it makes it so you can't fit through any shop door. Uh, <laughs> but oh, that, yeah. extra, that extra yardage
3: point.
0: Point. to ride that motorcycle and to put your feet on yeah. those pegs, yes.
3: yeah.
0: I've got 34 inch inseam and I still have a hard time yeah. getting my feet oh, actually so on those yeah. pegs. Mm-hmm. And I'm splayed out at a ridiculous, like OBGYN yeah. level of comfort. <laughs> <laughs> where unless you're trying to pass the motorcycle...
1: <laughs> but, the, like, but the girl saw way back yet. Yeah, by. right. Yeah.
0: Only when I'm wearing it's a kilt. Hangs on a gold wing. Hangs <laughs> <laughs> on a gold
1: wing. your feet you in the stirrups. Around the cylinders, and they're like yeah uh,
2: Yeah.
0: That's one of the things it
2: I do It depends don't care on the generation of gold wing, too. So what I
4: did? You know, I used to get the ones that hang down. Yeah. And then yeah. you could put your feet down, crazy, yeah. like oh, below okay. the cylinders. Yeah. On yeah. the bars, they can, no, it they yeah. went down like this.
0: It's... It's fantastic how uncomfortable most motorcycles actually are for long distance. You ride the BMW a long distance,
2: obviously. I throw my legs up on the jug sometimes. You do, yeah, because the jug sticks Because you got to have three there. different positions. Put your, it catches me right behind the heel. Yep. You know, and like you can literally catch him on there. And, and it'll also shoot the the heat. No, it'll shoot the air right up your pant leg. Oh, it too. does. Yeah, you go. Oh, oh, that's you know, cool. Force the <laughs> air in, and if and you like, have a loose <laughs> pant leg. Like that. Where
0: are they the uh yeah. and that's a. Uh, you know the PC 800 doesn't give you a lot of options. Yeah, there's no options,
1: you, none.
0: you can't
4: really put your feet forward. Yep. There's no way to put your feet forward, right? And let, you can buy those things they call them switch blades. Yeah. You can cut them into those cra- the yep. full crash or the.
0: They go into your body. Where basically you have to do surgery to install them.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But to me the that bike is not a distance. You know, I mean it's yeah. uh, it's good for a commuter, but yeah. for distance it doesn't. It's too, your feet are too close to your hips. You're too, like, squished up like this.
0: And now this is, I think, I actually prefer, and this is a weird thing, I guess I'm some fucking weird space mutant, but I actually prefer having my feet a little more up. I prefer a more sport riding position. I do. And it's weird.
4: I can't do that.
0: And I think it might be because a lot of my first motorcycles that I've owned, um, were sporty-style bikes. Like, that Interceptor That interceptor and I, I felt like we could go anywhere together, and that had a relatively sporty riding position. It was more sport than touring by a long shot. And I've always felt more comfortable there, having my feet a little more up and a little more back than I do having my feet dead square.
2: But I think what we can say here is, find your neutral riding position, what's yeah. comfortable for you, mm-hmm. but then also have at least one, preferably two other places you can put your feet. You can slide up, forward, and back on the saddle, depending kind on of what kind of saddle you got. Um, He's on an RD350 right now. He's on the definition of neutral. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, well, like, if you were... getting a kid. kind of bars
2: you got on it and stuff, though, too? If I you gave a kid a box
0: of crayons and said, draw a motorcycle, 90% of the time he draws an RD350. Doesn't even know it. <laughs> Has no idea. Wheel at the front, wheel at the back. Motor square motor thing in the front with one pipe coming out of it. You know, side view. Well,
4: about a K75. Yeah. You can pick those up for a thousand bucks.
0: Who'd want to? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's fuel
4: injected.
3: Yeah. It's, yeah, but then you
0: got a K75, and you have to talk to old men. Yeah. I'm just saying. If he's looking seasoned. for. A, it's a thousand dollar bike that'll run makes forever. F- it mean, should just be ninety. But, but yeah. he's <laughs> also
1: asking about a, a built a a bike that he can belt on. Putting accessories and mm. stuff like the bikes you're talking about could be just straight yeah. up how they are. You can just yeah. buy it and ride it. And just ride it. If he's looking for ranching and customizing and yeah. doing stuff to it, are any of those any better than the other one for Ugh. putting more stuff on it? Like no. I well, don't. as
2: our ancestors taught us.
1: So are we, we
2: going to take... t- answer his question about like what you're really looking for for touring, or are we just talking about a bike? Because we can talk about like specific things you're going to need to make.
0: Right. That that's a good he want
4: accessories. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: Wasn't his question what in a bike, mm-hmm. specifically in a bike without the accessories?
3: Right. Oh, that's A good you're right. touring and Here's where I was going.
4: Yeah.
2: Charging system. You need like yeah. capacity to run, say, heated gear and or to run some like auxiliary lights mm-hmm. and perhaps you know you're going to want to charge your phone, GPS. That's that's peanuts. But if you're going to want to run heated gear yeah. Yeah. or some kind of auxiliary lights, which they have LED now, which right. is doesn't take. So heated well. gear is the killer there's that, still dead
0: resistance there's absolutely no yeah. way they've not yet figured out a great way to keep you warm on a motorcycle without throwing hell to your voltage regulator system to, I mean yeah exactly <laughs> right Milwaukee makes a goddamn jacket they make a, they, do, yeah. they make a hoodie mm-hmm. and they make a hoodie that runs an m12 in the pocket the standard you know Milwaukee device <clears throat> and you know that's that whole thing is they get you on the batteries they get you on the system. Sure, sell me a $100 Milwaukee hoodie that runs on an M12 system. <laughs> then i got to buy the M12 batteries, and a lot of them. Yeah,
3: you because you have to charge it, you know.
0: Right. And, uh, but it makes perfect sense. You know, <laughs> That's how they get you to buy a whole garage full of M12 tools. Ask us. We know. Look at our shop. Yeah. We have got everything they make that's an M12 system. But a lot of these bikes are
4: not yeah. going to have a charging Hell system. Hell no, they're not. I mean, no. And,
3: and,
4: yeah. The bikes we talked about really... The K oh, have shit. one.
3: the,
0: the K five hundred K- has a, a big
4: alternator
0: yeah but if you try to put if you try to put a pair of heated gloves a pair of heated grips onto a early eighties uh, Yamaha or an early eighties oh, Honda GL five hundred Jesus Christ you're just gonna have smoke come out of everything yeah cause cause that's
4: another four well that's another four amps you're going to pull exactly right so. wow. and yeah. it's probably running two it's
0: probably got a reserve of about 2 amps it. On has it has a reserve of nothing because the thing, the <laughs> thing that <laughs> is keeping your battery charged quit working correctly 25 years ago. Yeah. You know, what people forget is that as wiring gets older, it works worse. Yeah. And that, you know, copper gets work hardened. So when you have a single-stranded copper wire, every time it bends at all, it becomes more brittle. And then that tends to break down over time. So the windings inside your stator, there's thousands of little tiny breaks and little tiny things that aren't connected the way they used to be before. Mm-hmm. There's more resistance there. And, yeah, just because your owner's manual says that your system was a 250-watt system in 1981, it's probably about 90 watts right now. It's like a year old, then. <laughs> it's a year, it's a new year old. <laughs> it's like a
1: brand-new year old. <laughs>
0: Oh, someday we're gonna crack the yeah. URL code. That's uh, someday we're gonna figure it out. Have you been riding yours at all? I, I ride it all. I'm not, not in the winter, but I I
4: ride. Okay. I only ride two bikes in the winter. Yeah. My scooter. And, yeah. And uh, well, my PC and 800 and the Helix.
1: And How interesting! <laughs>
3: he
1: decides to ride two wheelers when <laughs> it's snowing out.
4: But I did ride the Zero today. Oh, you did ride the zero to- today? Yeah, because yeah. I'm trying to get the battery down to sixty percent. Um, oh, so you can okay. store it for
0: the last <clears throat> three weeks of winter. Or last yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> so time, I
3: looked
0: at the, the, the weather light. forecast, and it looks like we might be out of the woods, which means mm. there's going to be two more blizzards. Yeah. St. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's
4: Day. The St. Patrick's it Day, it. we oh, seventy or shit storm. Yeah, one of
0: the two. The, but, yeah, I was going to put blizzx. I was going to put the blizzx on the new Toyota Hiace. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Look at the, look at the weather forecast. Because I have a set of, you know, I've got a set of tires just sitting there that need a home. And I was going to throw them on there, but, yeah, that's, that's, Wait till next year. Wait till next yeah. year. Exactly. That's exactly right. Because you're, you're probably going to have another three or four days of bad weather. And... Tops. And I've got other shit I can drive with snow tires on it, so that's fine. Yeah. I, I also have it. I, too, have a Zero, and it has knobbies on it. I could drive that thing. <laughs> I was amazed at how good the Zero ran in a shitty, cold, 22-degree day.
2: That's what you are saying, the day you rode the, uh, yeah. the power line? What kind of it is, it? is it? Yeah. Which one do you have? I have the FX. The FX? Yeah. The only thing I find is that it'll
0: only do, like, 63 miles an hour. Uh, I was going faster than that. I was on the freeway, and I've got the chain kit on mine. Uh, and I've, had, I've delivered a couple of Zero's before in really shitty, super-cold weather, like 10 or 12 degrees in very snowy terrain and i actually had ice and snow wad up under the drive belt really yeah and yeah. create a problem where it was like i tried to push the bike forward through deep snow and i couldn't because ice and snow got between, between the belt the, and the pulley oh, and, and, you had, and like, it. it doesn't it like a chain relieve that yeah i can't relieve yeah. it yeah the chain relieves it the snow couldn't relieve it so uh, yeah i've had the snow i've had the the chain on the bike and i've gone out and played in some stupid bad Bad, bad, bad weather conditions, and the zero seems to eat it up. It seems to like that. And that book you got me on the mm. the zeros at zero, where they were up in Minneapolis, uh, Duluth? T- Duluth. Yeah, they were up in Duluth testing the zero with the Aerostitch people, and talking about all the, the sort of techniques that they used using heating mats uh, around the
3: around the, the battery. Yeah, that's
4: what the problem is. It's the I think the battery at some point. Mm-hmm. Since that the ambient air temperature is too cold, and it limits the uh, or something. Oh, I've
0: definitely had mine plugged in the garage. It, it, I can tell you, at seven degrees in my garage, the charger's not charging. Yeah. it's not. It mm-hmm. needs to be like 22 degrees or higher mm-hmm. for the charger to operate. And at anything under 22 degrees or so, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm totally winging it. I don't work for zero. Um, You're gonna get called out. At some, at some temperature <laughs> under 20 the charger definitely does not fucking work, you know. Uh, That's the other
1: guy's question.
4: I just thought Yeah. Of like, the Honda v- the VTs. You yeah. can buy, what's that company who sells uh, bigger staters for those? Oh, Ricks. Ricks. Oh, shit, so yeah. So you can buy, yeah. if you want a oh. VT, mm-hmm. that solves a problem of the bigger stator. That's or, true. of your power uh, demands, on um, like, what, any of the VT7... 50s. Yeah, early. and I will... Uh, or 1100s, you could buy Rick Stater, and that gives you that a little more power. As much as I am years.
0: not a cruiser fella, it's hard to beat the VT1100. Well, at that price, you're looking at a price point here, so... That motor's a really good motor. It's an excellent motor. It's extremely over-engineered. Uh, aside from its configuration being that of, you know, like the Harley-Davidson mentality, I think the VT1100 is... That's one of those things that it's going to be, 30 years from now, it's just going to be like, yeah, well, he's got a VTU 1100, so it's got 297,000 miles on it. It's still running. still running great. If you could buy a 750 RS. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but yeah,
4: I, don't know. I don't think you can pick those up for
3: 1000
0: in, I think in about three years you're going to be able to pick those up for 1000 bucks.
4: But that's got the standard riding position. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, they look yeah. pretty good.
3: I like the red, white,
4: and blue
0: ones. You do like those. I mean, I I like everything. I'm not saying I would buy one. That year when Cobra did did all the VT750RS customs, the scrambler and stuff, like all the ridiculous stuff that we thought was just fucking bonkers 10 years ago when we saw that display, and then turns out, like, I don't know, five, six years later, Yamaha does the 920SCR scrambler, or their big V-twin scrambler, You're like, well, that's just completely ripping off everything that Cobra did with Honda for their, you know, for their weirdo bonkers program. Uh, And it seems to be there's this whole fetish right now of scramblerizing cruisers. You know, there's dudes out there on sportsters climbing, you know, hills and going against trees and whatnot on 600-pound motorcycles. Watching too many old John Namath movies. (laughs) Yeah. So say. The military movies like World War II is like yeah. the guy on the like 750cc WLA like b- blasting through deep mud or across logs and shit. And you're like, yep, adventure. Adventure. <laughs> adventure. There's a lot of adventure. Back when adventure meant literally <laughs> yeah. 1940s Firestone tires. Big car tires on your motorcycle. And people shooting at you. And people shooting at you. People. And that's pretty adventurous. Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt that's adventurous. If anybody's ever shooting at you, you get to wear an adv, ADV patch because <laughs> you've had some fucking adventure, pal. Mm. The I don't think that uh, I don't think that there's a motorcycle that I've ridden long distance that was right. I mean, I did ride a KLR from I bought it like an hour and a half west of Chicago and rode it to Cleveland, and that was kind of the right bike for I wouldn't go over eighty five miles an hour, but it was comfortable.
2: I think you could find a KLR for a grand.
0: Oh, you definitely could find a KLR for a grand. That's Especially cheap. you get back to those weird, like, purpley days.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. Back to the <laughs> yeah. purple KLRs. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, when, he was first posed, when he first posed the question, I was thinking, like, maybe a Honda XR650L or something. I'm yep. Like, yeah. But you know what? And but I think I'd go KLR. I'd KLR or, D- or DR, yeah. Uh, DR, yeah.
0: Yeah. KLR or DR is, like, fucking money in the bank for old, big, fucking singles. You're not gonna get anywhere in a hurry, but
2: Yeah.
0: But you're gonna get there, goddammit. You're gonna get there.
2: You if know, he wants to build something up. Done, that's freeway an, excellent, miles an, hour. that's <laughs> an excellent starting point. It is. And Well you can drop some money like putting one of those together, correct? Well oh, you go
0: Happy Trails on that shit. They're gonna take all your money. Yeah. Uh, Happy Trails <laughs> is a company that is just their gods when it comes to outfitting KLRs in particular for uh, Winnebago A D V post apocalyptic status. <laughs> they make everything. They they just make everything. They make a guard for your guards, <laughs> and you know if it sits still long enough, they're gonna bend some aluminum around it and charge you a hundred bucks. But their quality is fantastic. I mean, I've had I bought a lot of Happy Trail stuff for various KLRs I've owned, and it's just people tease KLR riders because like KLR touring equipment is basically a milk crate.
2: Well, KLR is kind of like the four man <laughs> BMW. If you want
0: to... Poor man is giving it the very nicest possible spin. <laughs> so,
2: but there, so there's, there's a lot of information available that yeah. shows you how to put together a really nice yeah. mount yeah. on a budget. Right. If you're willing to drive down the street with the milk crate. With the milk crate, in the yeah. And, yeah. and the ammo boxes that you bought at the Army Depot store, bolted yeah. on with some angle iron. I mean, no, it's just... Wait, I'd like to correct... <laughs> he you. has but actually just
1: I'm
0: described so my blessed. KLR <laughs> to yeah, the perfect... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Surplus City is my friend. Uh, you know, American Science and Surplus, that's where I get all my touring gear. That's where I get my touring gear for my KLR. The Sportsman's Guide, that's where all of my touring luggage comes from. It used to say 40 Mike Mike on the side or whatever, but, you know. I used to get the free column in, in my Craigslist. <laughs> you
1: know, come and pick KLR up this
0: me. dumpster full of water. Yeah, But KLRs are that way, and I think there's something strangely... I think that KLR riders completely fucking love that they have that reputation.
2: Oh. I, I believe so, too. Yeah. And everything there has been done before. <clears throat> Everything's broken already, and yes. someone's fixed it already. The information is there. How, yes. <laughs> how to fix it. The weak points are known. Yeah. Um, the strong and, points are known. Um,
0: it's funny, too, with the KLR that there's, there's basically, like, two things you need to do with a KLR, and then you can ride it to Mars. And cool. once somebody's done those two mm-hmm. things, the Doohickey, you know, they, you pretty much then have an unkillable, but, but in addition to being we'll unkillable,
1: I, I can't tell if it's still, that that
0: was still good. Uh, in addition to being completely unkillable, it also is undesirable.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I
1: wouldn't
2: call it undesirable.
1: I love mine. I. I fucking I've owned so many KLRs. That's it's me ridiculous. writing my Christian Mingle uh, ad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, undesirable. Undesirable. unkillable. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. I've had have had a bunch of them.
0: I just I do love them, and I've had uh, I've had the Suzukis as well. But I I know the Suzuki's a better dirt bike, but I don't go in the dirt that much, mm. and it is the the KLR is the GI Joe playset motorcycle it just fucking is man and it favors people who are tall if you're a tall yeah. person the klr definitely favors you the riding position is just about perfect uh, if you're a six footer the klr might be your perfect go anywhere type motorcycle and it takes about it takes about two tries to figure out how to be really good at riding klrs upstairs Think about that. When was the last time you rode a motorcycle up a flight Upstairs. of stairs? It's pretty cool. You find yeah. a fl- you find a set of stairs in the metro parks, yeah. yeah. But it's not that hard to do on a KLR. You literally just point it that way, dump the clutch, and get a good head of steam going, and it will zip right up the scare right up the stairs. And that's kind of the definition of a motorcycle that will go anywhere. Yeah. You know, uh, my ultimate goal will be to ride it up an
1: escalator someday, yeah. <laughs> just for the cool Wrong ones. way. The wrong way. Exactly. I was say, you, could, you could almost be static if you're going up the, the I, down escalator. You do it right, up. you could be static. I want to go into some dilapidated shopping mall and
0: just ride a KLR around. But I also want to do the same thing. <laughs> that cool the same thing with a zero. I want to go into like oh, yeah. Randall Park Mall or something, like a dilapidated oh, shopping mall, and then just take the zero in there. Wait till they start growing pop there. Because the noise. Because. <laughs> I've just, I've got to learn with a bro-sang. zero, the whole thing with zero is time exposure. Is
1: that supposed to be a gross You can do, no.
0: You can do, you can break so many laws on a zero, but you can only break them for like three and a half minutes. Because just... with a mo- regular motorcycle, you can break them for about 30 seconds, because the, the noise, somebody's going to call. With a zero, it's got to be until another human being realizes that you're where you're not supposed to be, mm-hmm. and then something happens. Uh, I've ridden on, like, walking paths
4: in, oh, like, and, like yeah.
0: retirement communities. I rode, out to the coast, <laughs> I rode out to the Coast Guard Station. It's a six-foot-wide path or an eight-foot-wide path that goes out into Lake Erie. <laughs> kind of like
2: a jetty, yeah.
0: It's a jetty, right? I mean, and it's not short. It's fucking massive, and it goes out, I don't know, Corm- 1,200 feet. i was say quarter mile. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. Fair game. And I rode the electric bike out there like I own the place. And passed two Coast Guard. I mean, I don't know the rank. I do not know the rank structure of the Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. It's like slightly higher than a civilian, slightly you get your
2: lower blows, than those. And you got your Yeah, but yeah, I passed. Suck on that Coast Guard,
0: <laughs> Guard Mike. Nice warship with your one gun. Uh, yeah, the I like Erie. Stop those Canadians. <laughs> the, uh, but, I rode out there and the guy was like, I'm riding the bike and I'm like 15, 20 miles an hour because there's water on both sides of me and I'm on a pier, and uh, we all seen that video, and the guy's like walking the other way and he's you know whatever the version of a Coast Guard officer is, and he fucking waves, me out? I'm like, That's hey, how you den doing, Master? Den Master. <laughs> uh, sure Peter. was a bicycle problem. That's it. And I rode out. Do the circle at the end, check shit out, the whole deal. Come back and, hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? There's an assumption that because the vehicle's electric, it's better than That's a handicap cool. placard.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can go where the fuck you want. Let's, let's not stop this guy. He looks special. I was going to say yeah. that I think you're... Looking for windows to lick or what I mean (laughs) Oh it's adorable. He can't have a real motorcycle. Don't step on
0: his dreams. He's pretending.
4: I park at bike racks all the time with a zero. You do? Why not? I, it's I under do under 50 CCs.
0: It's under 150 it's, CCs. hundred. Yeah, the rule. The rule says very clearly that you can park under 150 CCs in the state of Ohio Wanting on a CC out of my bike, exactly, Oh, a CC, First, I'm, waiting a a I'm waiting to get a ticket. I'm waiting to get a ticket. Yeah, um, you were parked on the sidewalk. Yeah, I was.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm allowed to. The bike's less than 150 CCs. There's not a place you can put a CC in that
3: goddamn thing,
0: man. <laughs> okay, I got a master cylinder. That's probably what 12 CCs, 15 CCs. Yeah, I got a master cylinder, but that ain't 125 one CCs. One, <laughs> <laughs> but it is, fun. it is a really, really good bike for sneaking around where you're not supposed to be. The uh, uh, don't we have anything fantastic for events coming up? Just kind of ride this thing into the ground.
2: Well, spring's coming. That's some pretty uh, big. Fucking event. pretty. Oh, winter. Yeah. Uh,
0: hey, what do you, did you guys think we nice. should do a St. Patty's Day parade? Oh! No! I knew if we waited long enough. Norm! In time for the outro? We're literally about to do the outro. Hey, do you think we should do the uh, St. Patrick's Day parade this year?
4: Ooh. Yeah, that all depends
0: on the weather. Okay, somebody uh... grab their thumb power device and determine what day St. Patty's
2: falls
1: on. I think year. it's a Saturday.
2: I didn't believe it is this Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's, no. that's favorable.
1: Oh, that is favorable. That's dangerous. Oh, my God, that's dangerous. What is it again, March? March? March 17th. I think it yeah, that's, March that's, this that's year. a Saturday. Just that's a go Saturday. Go oh, I don't fucking remember. The <laughs>
4: city of Cleveland doesn't provide I remember it's
1: normal. 17th. Okay, so do we want to have
0: the standard rules if the weather's above 45 degrees? We're in? I'll call them and make the arrangements. Is, right. the,
4: extreme, is the supreme leader of Cleveland in jail tonight? I don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do you mean LeBron James? I was gonna <laughs> say. <really>? <laughs> 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 That's about to who you think it is the supreme, supreme, Man, supreme it. Well I should say County County. Right? Yeah, but so yeah, maybe we'll do that. So we're gonna we're gonna look into maybe doing a a presence, uh, Cleveland Moto presence at the St. Patty's Day parade. That's usually a shit show, and I would recommend <laughs> side, I would recommend sidecars for that. Like if you don't have a sidecar, borrow one or something other wheel. You drink you know? when you. Hmm? In the parade. Can we just No. No! You're not no, supposed no. to drink. I mean you're not no, allowed you to drink, drink before, before the well. parade. No. There will be a, no drinking. There the will be the has,
3: <laughs> no drinking.
2: No. There, I can tell you some stories about the times I was not drinking down there.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All my best stories start with the time I wasn't drinking at the St. Paddy's Day Parade in Cleveland. Uh, yeah. It is the only time when you will give, if, if you are in a motorcycle, it's the only time when you will do wheelies and stoppies and all that kind of crazy shit and smoky burnouts and the cops will be like, yeah, cool,
1: man, cool.
2: Well, I can t- bring the urinal. Yeah. Oh, you should definitely bring mm. Yeah, you should definitely bring a urinal. And you the
1: urinal. <laughs> You're going to
2: need ballast in that sidecar. Right, <laughs> yeah.
1: Keg of
0: beer.
2: Uh, that's a, oh, yeah,
1: that's it. Or
2: a roller the, or even roller derby girl
0: we did a bunch with the roller derby and we're always happy to do that again because there's nothing sexier than a scooter with a sidecar and about 14 roller derby girls hanging off the back of it <laughs> getting pulled crack the whip style this is yeah. fun it was awesome uh tim doesn't listen to the podcast anymore because he's far too busy bartending but mm-hmm. tim was the uh he, he was the the end of the tail on the thing and he <laughs> was in his full roller derby he's a roller derby ref oh ref okay. and so he was uh what, what the hell was this roller name uh, It doesn't matter, but anyway. You know, there's Uh, a website for roller derby names. There should be. It's good. There should be. It's pretty Uh, entertaining. I I know Roxy Monoxide. There's there's tons of them. There's a a lot of them. And uh, the the previous, the girl I was talking about with the boobs on my back was Milfinator 44D. Mm. (laughs) That uh, That was her roller derby handle. So there's plenty of those. (laughs) <laughs> and then our friend Kyle is black-eyed skis. Black-eyed skis. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Black-eyed skis. So we got shout out for her. Um, our friend who's the roller derby ref is 2D tin whistle. Two Tin Whistle. Tootie. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, uh, his uh Tim's was Basil Bloodlust was his roller derby handle. He's a ref. Josh so,
1: also ref well,
0: t- Josh is, D's 2D tin whistle. Oh you, okay that's Josh D. And then Tim was uh, Basil Bloodlust. But he went into he had a close encounter with a traffic barrel yeah like he was on the back we had four or five girls on the back of my sidecar rig and you know you get got good loop going you get that good crack the whip action spin that thing get a good velocity going and he's just pulling out pulling out pulling out he reached about 35 miles an hour critical velocity and those quad skates are only rated for up to i don't know 32 and he just decided to go to his knees because he had the knee pads on And slide like a heroic slide. Well, you can't steer when you're sliding. And he slid heroically right into a literal plastic traffic drum. Drum. And it made a noise, man. It made a serious noise. And the cop was standing next to it. And he's like one of those Cleveland cops. So he's like 6'4", 317-pound black guy. He may or may not have been on a horse.
1: Couldn't tell if he had a raincoat on. We're not quite sure if there was a horse under him or not. When Tim hit that fucking traffic barrel, I saw the cop go, like,
0: like, that was some shit. And Tim bounced off of it. It took him a few seconds, but he got up and he was like, all right. And I was like, get back on. We're going again. And all the stuff that we did, as horrible as we were, like sliding sideways, smoking the tire on the sidecar, The police were just like, Um, "Go, you happy fucking idiots! (laughs) Rock on, rockers! (laughs) Rock on, you white people! Go, go crazy! Enjoy yourself through one fucking uh, day—the one day where everybody in Cleveland's Irish." uh, Oh, this might be my first—you know—up until last year, I was Scottish, Uh,
3: and I found out through
0: Twenty Three and Me that I'm not. I, in fact, am Irish. Oh, that lady said that you were Scottish.
4: <laughs> you mean my mom? <laughs> <laughs> said, what, a few weeks ago you said that were, were no, they down
0: mean, the hot tub. She was straight up knew I was Scottish.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
2: But yeah,
3: but so this will be my first time
0: attending the St <laughs> right. Paddy's Day Parade as an actual Irish person.
3: So,
0: thank you twenty three andme <laughs> well, my wife wants me to go to the, get that thing done. Get, oh, the 23andMe. Oh,
4: guy. Yeah, I think they steal people's organs once they find out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
2: They just mark you and follow you around? Yeah. They got a little beeper on you? They literally go. I got an go. idea for a future podcast.
3: Yeah.
2: We all do 23andMe. Me. Yeah. But we um, we send in each other samples. We don't tell who's as oh, oh. And then when the results come back, yeah. we all sit here at the same time and try to figure out oh. who's, oh. who's Look who. Look around the table. Yeah. <laughs> One of them is going to be really easy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wink, wink,
1: nudge, nudge. <laughs> no, no, he comes, back
0: as, he comes back as Native American. Oh. You do? All The, the Mexicans you know, come yes. back as Native American because, think about it, it's... It's native. Yeah, it's, it's native. Well,
2: there's so, there's, there's, yeah. there's native yeah. Mexicans, but there's also like the Spanish well, influence. And that's
1: Mexican my last name. is from Spain. From so Spain. It's Exactly. To exactly. so, it me, part of America. Uh, I mean, well, America is a top. Both America. America. And, uh, yeah. So there's a right. few right. different flavors in the batter. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. If you see
0: mine, it's not a fucking guess. Like when you look at that 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 particular genetic code, they're like you know there's ninety nine point nine nine
1: nine nine nine.
2: Irish. Your family tree has no branches? You're saving money your whole life. It looks
0: like a fucking telephone pole. It's like <laughs> the pole down there in front of St. It too. It's all slimy.
4: An Englishman, a Scotsman, and an Irishman go into the bar and they each get a pint. They sit down. Lo and behold, each one has a fly in it. An Englishman looks at his and says, oh, that's rubbish, I'm not drinking it. The Scotsman looks at his and says, oh, it's only a wee fly. Throws it out, drinks his. Irishman looks at his, grabs the fly, says, Spit it, it out, you, you motherfucker! <laughs> 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 Spit it out, you motherfucker! Uh,
1: yeah, uh, yeah,
0: I grew up my whole life being told that I was Scottish and German and then did the genetic testing and found that I'm literally damn near 100% What did it cost you? Ninety-three bucks. Something either smells like bucks. a fart or peanuts. Okay.
1: peanuts. I can't tell. Which. Oh, both. Oh, oh. oh. I'm, I'm covered. Oh. I'm covered oh. it smells oh. both. Smells like a peanut. Both <laughs> 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 Flavor profiles on <laughs> that one.
2: Did you say that Chris Smith? Bart, smell like penis? Thank God.
0: And <laughs> 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 no, that's, that's when they got rid of <laughs> smell-o-vision.
4: <laughs> Worst idea ever. <laughs> All right. Guys. The Christmas that's... Scratch and snip is no good tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: scratch and Pretty uh, scratch. don't scratch.
1: Scratch and snip. On yeah.
2: oh, wow. All right. Does anybody have anything else important? Yeah, i got to apologize one more time about <laughs> I did
4: research on the loco, but I think, you know what, let's just let it go.
0: Oh, and for the record, you guys are listening to the podcast, because uh, I'm going to drop this real fast. The uh, raffle tickets are still for sale. All right. And we have sold way more than I thought I, we would sell at this point. I figured, you know, that giving us until the Sunday of the AMA Vintage Days would be probably we'd just get in under the wire and have to sell a lot of tickets at AMA Vintage Days. There's no chance of that. People have been buying tickets steadily. We've got people coming into the shop. Um, Chris LaRoque, or Cliff LaRoque, Sorry. Cliff LaRoque has come in CLR. on many fucking opportunities. Like he's come in five or six times and just keep, keeps buying. He's, <laughs> he's on Every payment I that's swear that's to CLR. God. Yeah. He's definitely, yeah, CLR. K-L-R, but yeah, CLR. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. He's... <laughs> He's been steadily buying tickets, but the, uh, we're doing good. We're over $2,500, so that's pretty good. Our goal is $10,000, you know, 500 tickets, 20 bucks a ticket. Uh, we're, we're doing good. We're over a quarter of the way there, so rock on. Uh, but, Phil, how do I buy this ticket? Everyone says. It's pretty goddamn easy. Go to PayPal. If you've never been to PayPal before, try it out, www.paypal.com. Then, hit the button that says send money. Pretty good so far. Who do you want to send it to? Cleveland Moto. that's what you're listening to, at gmail.com. Excellent. $20 per ticket. Don't say it's for goods and services. Say it's a gift for friends and family. This way they don't take 3% out before we get to you know, get our dirty mitts on it. Uh, if you send in $100, bucks, you get five tickets. Uh, we'll shoot you an email thanking you for your purchase. And then we'll actually make tickets for you. You know, we handwrite them and put them in the thing, in the hopper. And then Renee's going to pick them, and uh, that's who's going to win the motorcycle. You're going to win a 2015 Moto Guzzi, full scrambler conversion with all kinds of Agostini goodies on it. Um, there's a lot more than $10,000 worth of motorcycle
1: there. Very nice.
0: Yeah, so it's a lot of bike, and it's a really fun, good bike, too. <clears throat> The, uh, well,
1: there's certainly a lot more than twenty dollars worth of I go fucking Fuck. damn. <laughs> twenty dollar <laughs> tickets gonna right. win this uh, And you get to make a guest appearance on the on the podcast. You should. And uh, I'm, but wait. But there's wait, there's more.
0: <laughs> there's more. So, is, will it work if you put a twenty dollar bill in an envelope, and mail it to us? Turns out it fucking does, because we had somebody do that and we made him a ticket <laughs> and they're in. Uh, so 20 bucks, and if you're gonna do that, look up Cleveland Moto on your Google, and you'll find our address to mail us that. We also had people mail checks, which is interesting. Mm. So people are people are figuring out a way to analog this what digital situation, point. huh? Bitcoin. Fuck yeah! I'll take your one <laughs> one billionth of a bitcoin. <laughs> you're gonna send if you're gonna mail me a little sliver, of the edge of a bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> rock on! Did
4: you, did you find a way to juice us the value
0: of a twenty dollars ticket. Yeah, yeah. no shit. <laughs> if you can figure out how to send me, like literally, twenty dollars worth, twenty dollars worth of bitcoin. Like, well, why not, man? Fuck it. I don't have a bitcoin account. Because it'd be
3: worth
1: twenty cents in forty-five minutes. Who knows?
0: It could be worth twenty thousand dollars in forty-five. Can I get a ticket for three GL twelve hundreds? <laughs> 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 no, but why damn it! Once you win the V seven, you can sell it and buy a fleet of GL twelve hundreds.
4: Did you have a chance to check out my Goldwing yet?
0: Hey, uh, no, no, we're talking. About that. That,
1: that, he did. He, there's been yeah, no update. I've, I've, I've been checking, and there's no update. Yeah, she, okay. he has. A, he um, is the weakest link. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, just give me your number.
0: Yeah, let's just cut the, cut out the middleman. John will call her up. So I heard you got a useless motorcycle in your garage. <laughs> Sorry about your hug. Yeah, about your Phil, can I yeah. borrow
1: five hundred bucks? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Five hundred—that's way too much money for. And your truck. Right, for a recently <laughs> deceased motorcycle. All right. It's not so on parked that. Parked on the side stand. Oh yeah, clearly. Yeah. Don't don't even try to start it. So on that, remember to please ride fast and take chances. Bum 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 I forgot it was my job to hit the fucking button. <laughs>